Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. that is all about helping you find the love you want in your life and loving the life you have right now. World-class experts, thought-provoking topics, and conversations and tools that are going to help you live the life you really want starting today. So pour yourself a cup of tea, have a seat, and get ready to join Love, Life, and Law of Attraction. Hello, everybody. This is Lisa from Love, Life, and Law of Attraction, and I am excited to talk to you today about one sort of strategy, quote, rule, and I'm saying rule in air quotes because there aren't any real rules for relationships, but one strategy that I think really, really helps a relationship stay current, improves communication, and most importantly, breaks sort of a cycle of a lot of conflict and fighting in a relationship. But first I want to talk about conflict and fighting, right, because we are programmed to think that that's normal. Like there is a sort of societal perception that relationships are hard work and that you're going to have to fight for it. We hear that all the time. Marriage is hard work. Relationships are hard work. If you want to to stay in your relationship, you're going to have to be willing to fight to keep it, to make it healthy, to whatever. We don't fight for things that are healthy, right? Like that perception that marriage, relationships are hard work isn't true, first of all, because a healthy relationship is not hard work. I mean, if it starts to get to feel that way, that's a sign that something's going wrong that we shouldn't ignore. But we're trained, programmed to believe that it's going to be hard work. So we have a tendency to think that's normal and not look at it like the red flag that it actually really is. I mean, the truth about a relationship that is healthy is, yeah, you're going to have hard times and you're going to have disagreements. You're going to have issues that you're going to have to work out. You're going to have to manage disagreements. But those things don't have to escalate to fighting. They really don't because good, clean, clear communication doesn't lead us to that place of conflict and anger and aggression, fighting. And just because you have a fight, I mean, we all do. I occasionally have fights with my husband, right? doesn't mean that your marriage is damaged or sick or broken in some way. But if it starts to get to be a regular thing, a cycle of fighting, then you're going to really want to look at that because a cycle of fighting is a sign that something's going wrong. It could be any number of things. It could be just communication strategies aren't working for you. could be, I don't know, resentments are starting to build up. But an occasional fight doesn't mean much. Consistent fighting does mean something. 
And I mean, from where I sit as a relationship coach, I get the opportunity to do like recaps, like get sort of that insider's view on a lot of couples' fights. I've had an insider's view of my own fights, obviously, for that matter, with my significant other. And here are four things I know about most of those fights. First of all, usually couples aren't fighting about things that really matter. We tend to fight about stuff that is pretty insignificant in the general scheme of things. And oftentimes that's because there's resentment flowing for stuff that hasn't been addressed, that's still being held, so little shit really gets on your nerves. Number two is it's not unusual for couples to fight about the things that they aren't upset about. Like I said, you're angry about one thing, but you're fighting about this thing over here. It's like that's not uncommon to have something going on in the background that you haven't addressed or don't want to address or can't resolve. So you're angry about the garbage not being able or not being taken out. Number three is it's, compl- it's very common for couples to fight about things that happened in the near or the distant past. Like, either they're fighting about the thing that happened two months ago or two years ago, or they're using that thing that happened two months or two years ago as fuel or ammunition in a fight. And the last one is it's very common for fights to be fueled, like I just said, by unforgiven hurts from the past, even if the topic of the fight is something completely unrelated. I mean, you can probably relate to that. Either you've done it or you've been on the receiving end of it. When a fight happens and it starts to spiral and all of a sudden you're talking about something that really is history. Couples use past stuff in fights and discussions all the time. And they may not even realize they're doing it, but when you're doing that, your relationship stays stuck at its most painful points in the past, and it really can't continue to evolve and continue to move forward. So how does a couple break the cycle of fighting when conflict becomes more the norm than the exception and communication starts to break down? That's the golden question, right? And the one answer I have for that that is pretty simple is deal with what's right in front of you right now. And that may sound obvious or simple, but in real life, when you're in the moment with your partner, it's not always that simple. When I'm working with a couple that's entrenched in a pattern of conflict and fighting, we implement what I refer to as the 72 hour rule. And the 72 hour rule is pretty simple. You are not allowed to bring up any negative thing your partner did that happened more than 72 hours ago, period. Now, that doesn't mean you have to address it right away. And I sometimes don't think that's a great idea. I know it's not for me. I mean, sometimes I can come in pretty hot if I'm like right in that moment of frustration or anger. And everybody's better off if I cool off for a few hours or maybe overnight. But if I let it go 72 hours, I got to let it go. If it happened last week, it is completely off the table. I have to bring it up within that 72-hour period. And by playing that way, it keeps the relationship current. It encourages people to be honest with themselves about the personal process and issues that are happening in real time. And 
you know that if it's an issue, you can't bank it and use it later. So you are actually solving problems as you move along rather than letting things sit and fester and become, you know, that sort of cancerous resentment that builds in the background of a relationship. And generally speaking, it's a lot easier to forgive when you're operating on the 72-hour rule because when you quit bringing something that happened up, you know, in the past over and over and over and over again, it kind of loses its steam, like the heat sort of diminishes. And that thing that happened, like, moves into the past where it belongs because that's over. When you're doing this, your communication skills improve because you're managing conflict in the moment without, like, scattershot from the past. And you learn to manage issues in front of you much, much more effectively. What might have been, like, a huge blowout because it was fueled with, like, all of these little bits and pieces of resentment and anger and things that went wrong in the past can often be resolved with a pretty simple conversation about what's actually happening right now. And that conversation doesn't have a lot of drama to it because you're not allowed to pull all of that drama in from things that somebody did or things that went wrong before. It keeps a relationship in a place of problem-solving and not scorekeeping. I mean, I think that's what it really comes down to. And everyone will say, I'm not a scorekeeper, but a lot of people are, right? And if you are somebody who brings up stuff from the past when you are having conflict with your significant other, other, I can assure you that you are keeping score in your relationship. And the problem with keeping score is if you're keeping score, you're always winning, right? Like you, you set up that game in your head so that you are winning at the scorekeeping tally. But your partner may also be keeping score, and in their head, they are also winning, which means no one really meet, no one really wins, and nothing really ever gets resolved. Now, inevitably, when I explain the 72-hour rule to a couple, one of them will say, yeah, that sounds good, but that thing he did two summers ago I am not over it. And here's the thing about that. If you're not over it, you have no business staying in a relationship where you can't or won't or haven't forgiven. Staying in a relationship where things remain unforgiven is like purgatory. And the unforgiven acts will always become ammunition. And a relationship that's sort of pickling and stewing in that can't grow. Like I said, it remains stuck in the most painful parts of the relationship forever. And that's no way to live. So if it really can't be forgiven, then you've got to get out and move on. And I know that is a heavy topic, particularly if you're talking about a marriage. But for your sake and the sake of your partner, you can't live in a relationship where you're holding stuff from the past. I've been there. I mean, sometimes forgiving someone means that you might actually have to move on to do so because the damage is too much to heal together. But if you're going to stay, you've got to be willing to let it go. And at the end of the day, this is pretty black and white. Either you can forgive and move forward or you can't. And if you decide to move forward, you have to leave the past in the past. So it might sound too simple or maybe too complicated. It's one of those things that really is simple but not easy. And I'm not suggesting that letting go of the past to be in the present with your partner is going to be easy at all. However, the present is where your relationship is actually happening. So if you find yourself fighting with your partner often enough, 
that you think it might be doing damage. And it might not take as much fighting as you think to do that damage. Sit down with your partner and implement the 72-hour rule and hold that line. And it might not fix everything, but it will fix some things. And it's worth doing because, like I said, a healthy relationship should not be hard work. So if you need help, if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to learn more about getting the love you want or building a life that you absolutely love, you can find me online at Lisa M as in Mary, LisaMHayes.com. And I am looking forward to talking to you. Big love.